Hello. Hello, hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Oh, I'm doing well, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) So formal today. Yeah. Mm, Whatever, you butthole. Uh, (laughs) Hi, I'm I'm Erin. I'm Nicole. This is Dude That's Fucked Up. This is a podcast about things that are fucked up, I guess. And buttholes. And buttholes, yeah. We talk about that quite a bit. Um, Yeah, so welcome, peeps. Hope everybody's doing good. Week's going well. Mm -hmm. Um, Let's see. What's going on in the world? Well, the biz. I want to hear about uh, the panel. Oh, yeah. Uh, Last week I was on a podcast panel. It was really Mm -hmm. cool. Uh, It was for a – so my friend Leah does events for a neighborhood business development uh, organization, and uh, one of the, like, cool neighborhoods in D.C. is Noma. And so for the Noma bid, which is, like, business development uh, situation, oh. they do, like, these cool events, and one of the, the big ones they do is called Nerds in Noma. And uh, so it's, like, it could be about anything, um, but this this uh, this – discussion was about podcasting and like how to get started and like so it was me uh a guy who does uh, a podcast for a local like publication like newspaper publication in the area called oh, the Washington cool. City Paper yeah uh he was really cool and then two uh two women who do a podcast called the Black Joy Mixtape and they were so funny everybody was great and then the host or like the moderator I should say was uh Lauren Ober, who does uh, the Big Listen on NPR, so oh my god, it was like very profesh, um, and I definitely felt like out of my league, like initially. But then, like you know, as like we got going, it was like, oh, I know what I'm talking about. Like, yeah, like we've been doing this for a year, and like we know our shit, and so it was like it was super cool. So <gasps> to be able to be included with like. And, like, they all have, like, background in, like, communications or, like, journalism. And I'm just, like, yeah, I'm just, like, a person who, like, <laughs> wanted to talk to my best friend. And, and like, I think a lot of people do, like, that were there were, like, wanting to know, like, can I just do this thing? I, like, don't have a background in, you know, I didn't work – I didn't intern for uh, NPR. I didn't, I didn't work <laughs> at a company that – I don't know, like a yeah. communications company. I don't know. So uh, there was like a lot of people that were there that were just like, how do you even do this? So, Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, your friend Maggie, who is also in the – in the, she's a listener and she's like in the group and stuff. She live streamed a little bit yeah. to the page or like, yeah, recorded a video. That was cool. And you, yeah, I was um, like, oh, my God, she's doing so good. You were getting laughs and like you just looked comfortable. <laughs> I, yeah, I was like, I was very nervous. I was not that comfortable, but I'm glad that it looked like I was. Yeah, it did. <laughs> also, I was physically uncomfortable because like the chairs were like high. Yeah. You know, like, stools, like higher kind of? stools. Yeah. And like I was, I'm, I was still wearing like non maternity pants. So they were like <laughs> cutting. Week. Yeah. So I was like, <laughs> so. Yeah, um, but no, it was it was great. It was a good time, and I'm really oh. uh, grateful to my friend Leah for including me in that, and it, and everybody that was on the panel. If you guys uh, want to listen to uh, either one of the the other podcasts, I was uh, podcasters that I was with. Uh, the Black Joy mixtape is great. It's so wonderful. They talk about a lot of like policy, uh, but it's like also they're just like two best friends like ban- bantering back and forth. And it's oh. like from the perspective of like two women of color, but it's like also very loose too. So it's, yeah. it's, it's good. But they know what the fuck they're talking about because they have like a background in in policy and in politics and stuff. So oh it's wow, pretty great. that's awesome. And then yeah. yeah, and then the other one was uh, Washington City Paper podcast. I think it's just like that's when you search for it. That's what it is. So if you want to know what's going mm-hmm. on locally in Washington D.C., that's a good way to learn about it. But if you don't, then <laughs> it's pretty <laughs> it's pretty D.C. specific. So oh, okay, but, yeah. cool. Um, that sounds good. Yeah, it was awesome. So yeah. That's kind of all the business, I think, though. Uh, 
Yeah. Thanks to again to Maggie for being there. DJ was there. A couple other friends came. It was really cool. Oh, so. yeah. It looked like uh, I, I feel like maybe I saw a different video that someone posted, and it was like it showed the whole room, and it, oh, maybe it like came from the Noma handle, and it, oh. and it was like it showed the room, and there was like people standing. Like oh yeah, there it wasn't was... even enough seats for everyone. So no, it was a lot of people. Uh... So like we're a big time deal now. Basically, <laughs> it's like what I'm saying. I don't know if I was the main draw, but you know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But like people are like interested now and obviously like we're big on the DC scene and just things are happening. So yeah, it was really cool. Get ready, everyone. It was so weird. Like after like everything was over, like people were coming up to me asking me questions. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. And it was, it was so cool. And I don't know. I hope that people who went or I don't know, even if you're like, if you didn't go and you're like thinking about starting a podcast, you could totally do it. Just you know, Google all that shit. <laughs> you know, like how they say dress for the job you want. It's kind of like, just like be the person you want people to think you are. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. you're an expert and just be that person. And then people will be like, wow, so I have so many questions for you. And you're like, wait, what? Oh, yes, yeah. yes. Go on. I'm an yeah. expert. Because yeah. you are. <laughs> semi, semi expert. Semi expert. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it was cool. Um, let's see. Anything else? Uh, we have t-shirts and stickers on our website. Yeah. com. Okay. So we have the Patreon. We have a few different levels. We're going to change things up a little bit. We were uh, running into some issues with, one, the commentary video because uh, we were using like licensed <laughs> yeah, content. One of the levels <laughs> is like we were doing like a, a – like, Mystery, Mystery Science, Science. Three, three, yeah. 3000 kind of like concept where we're just like making fun of like different videos and stuff. Uh, yeah. And yeah, we, we it was like this <laughs> this video has been removed for for copyright violation. Yeah. So we got to we had we had to like replace that with something. So yeah. yeah, we're switching up some levels. So if you are a, a patron or um or have checked out the Patreon and want to know more, uh, we'll have some updates on that soon. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. Anything else? No. Uh, I think that's all the business. Uh, anything fucked up for you this week? Yes. Well, I got braces. If you can't hear it, uh, I'm like talking she a little. Ha- <laughs> Nicole has braces now. I have braces. Uh, and it's really hard for me to get my lips around my braces on my teeth. And it's very hard for me to talk like a human. Uh, uh, no, but it's really hard. <laughs> it's, it's takes a lot of getting used to. It's like when you're, uh, when you got them when you're a kid, it's like you, you just kind of got used to them. It's cause like yeah. everybody had them. Not everybody, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like I, well, I had them in elementary, elementary school, which, uh, that, that one, I, I feel like when I had them then not many kids had them, but I only had yeah. two and then I had four. It, it was like very That's, minimal. Yeah, just yeah. like to get you prepped for the big, big yeah, show. Yeah, to move like some <laughs> teeth in and like, you know, make some space. And then I had them in middle school when everybody else had them. Like you had them then. Uh, and then yep. I was like, oh, like I, I got them removed right before high school. Like first day Same. of high school, freshman year, done. I was done. I got my I got my braces taken off and I got contacts instead of oh. my ugly ass glasses. It was a real uh, – Transformation. Real, real transformation. <laughs> yeah, I was uh, still awkward as fuck, but you know. <laughs> yeah. uh, I was cuter than I think thought I was back then looking back, but also, yeah, very awkward. You were very adorable. Oh, thank you. Uh, I think I talked about this last week, but I'm definitely wearing my mom's clothes in my freshman year photo. <laughs> I borrowed her sweater. It was like a brown sweater. I was like, ooh, I want to wear this. And now I'm like, why was I wearing so, my mom's so clothes? So adult. Trying yeah. to be adult. What an idiot. Uh, so yeah, I thought I was like super lucky. Like, oh yeah, braces. I had them early. Just going to be perfect from now on. And then now I have braces again. Which, whatever. It gives me an edge. Maybe people will remember me as the girl with the braces instead of the girl that talks about buttholes. So Maybe, yeah. <laughs> Is or that both. an up or down? Or oh, both? <laughs> you know that girl that was like saying stuff about buttholes and she had braces too. 
I will oh, never forget her. her. Yeah. <laughs> Made such an impression. Oh, yeah. She had a hard time saying buttholes, actually, because of the braces. Saying <laughs> buttholes. Buttholes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, you look you look great. You just, oh, you know, yeah. I know I it'll take it'll take a minute to get adjusted to having them, but. Yeah. Like, because they scrape your mouth up. Like, you have to form yeah. a callus on the inside of your mouth, basically. Dude, my mouth is real scrapey. In oh. lots of different places. Like, on my tongue, from the bands in the back. Yeah. That are, like, sharp. Because they, they wrap around, like, your whole tooth. Yeah. And there's just, yeah, some weird shit going on. So, it's all blistery, and, and I have to put wax on them. Oh, memories, man. Yeah. Anyway, that's my fucked up thing. No, nothing huge. What's yours for the week? Um, nothing crazy. I just, uh, well, now that all the like Oscar nominated and winning movies are coming out, like to be able to rent, uh, DJ and I have been watching a lot of them. So like we mm. watched like Darkest Hour, meh. Um, mm. we watched, uh, like I, I saw I, Tanya in theaters, which is fabulous. Love that movie. Get Out was great. That's like one of my favorite movies of last year. Um, so the, one of the movies that I've been really excited to see is Shape of Water and like it mm-hmm. just won Best Picture. So I'm like, oh my God, I can't wait to see this. Like the whole concept is like super fun, interesting, whatever. <sighs> it is <laughs> – I don't get it. I like – I get it. I liked it in some ways, but like I cannot believe it won Best Picture. Yeah, I was talking to Pete about this like at, right after the Oscars and he was like that – that movie is probably the most, like, cinematic and, like may- – or maybe it, it was it, someone else. But it's, like, a tribute to movies in a way. It is. It's very, like, old school. Exactly. But it's weird. And that's, that's what I hated about it is because oh. it was, like – it was because uh, it's just – it's, like, it's Oscar porn. You know mm. what I mean? It's, like it, – so it has this, like, very whimsical, like, concept, which I – you know, Guillermo del Toro is, like, wonderful. But, like yeah. – um, the, the whole, like, I, uh, I don't know. Like there is the, the parts of it that I loved were Michael Shannon. I love Michael oh Shannon. Oh my God. I'll like watch A plus performance. Like he was frightening. Oh my God. He's terrifying. Yeah. Um, like the, there's like all these like pieces of like, in like just bits and pieces of it that I liked, but like as a sum whole, it was just like. Very contrived, and it was very disappointing, I think. And then there was, like, all these, like, little storylines that, like, didn't really resolve and or were not even really meaningful. Like, it was, like, half-baked character development in a way. So Mm. it felt like it was, like, heavily edited or something. Um, But, okay, here's the one thing you're not talking about, which everyone else talks about, the whole fish fish bang thing. The fish fucking? Yeah. yeah. What, what, what was your take on that? Were you like, that part didn't bother you? <laughs> or like... <laughs> uh, well, like, I was ready for it. So it was like, uh, I was... It, I don't know. It, like, made me feel desperately uncomfortable, though, still. Like, it was just yeah. like... Like, when they were, like... When, uh, like, they were talking about how his dick works and stuff, I was just like... Yeah. <laughs> All right. The little sign just, language for that is delightful, though. Yeah. There's, there, like... There's so many parts of it that are very delightful, yeah. but then it's just like it, none of it like coalesced for me in a way. And then there's a scene that is like uh, <gasps> her imagining being like uh, on like a like a I don't know like I, I variety don't know the, show. Yeah, like something like that yeah. where she's like singing this like beautiful like ballad, and it's like uh, it's. <laughs> so bad like I just was like it it just took me out of the whole movie completely like I the whole concept of it is very sweet and it uh, but I don't know it just I can't I I have a shitty opinion probably people are probably like what is she talking about but of the shape of water no I don't think most people didn't like that I'm pretty sure it's not that I didn't like it. It's just that I don't – in the context of it, maybe if I would have seen it before the mm. Oscars, I would have, like, had a better opinion of it. But because it won Best Picture, I had, like, this, like, expectation of it being, like, something phenomenal and oh. different. And it wasn't that – it wasn't that, like – I don't know. Well, it, I thought it was fine. And then it won Best Picture and I was like, why? So yeah. I still have the same opinion. So, yeah, uh, yeah it's not yeah. – it's not a best picture. 
Yeah. We're not going to remember that movie. Like, okay. Uh, I know we're like spending time on this, but we, yeah. we can edit it out. <laughs> but uh, just one more thought. When you look back and you're like, oh, like best picture of the year, this movie, like fucking Titanic or some shit. Everyone yeah. remembers that movie still. You know what I mean? Yeah. No one's yeah. going to look back. Even in five years, no one's going to look back and be like, the shape of water. Right? <laughs> I don't know. I It's You're just, gonna, I think, I like, think because it's like, I, the only reason I think it went is because it's like weird because <laughs> yeah. it's like borderline bestiality. Like it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you it's know, like, it's like, ooh, it's, this it's, is it's, scandalous. It's like whimsical while also being edgy. very edgy. Yeah. yeah. And I think also. Talking about a fish's dick. Like. <laughs> I And that girl masturbates a lot. Uh, uh-huh. I also think, yeah, go for her. (laughs) Uh, I also think Guillermo del Toro is like the darling of the movie industry right now. Like, Mm, and mm -hmm. so maybe people were like, I feel like everyone was cool with him winning because they liked him. And he's like an immigrant and he's very like, you know, like positive about diversity and all these things. And he has no like allegations against him, which is like. Oh, no, he totally does. He does? Not not like like any sexual like shit, but like oh. they're getting they're getting sued for that the whole premise of the movie not being original. Oh fuck! Well, yeah, there's like there's like a play uh, that from like several years ago that had the same kind of uh, theme, I guess. Where like, a la- a lady fucks a fish man? Yeah, I think so. Like something <laughs> like that, and it's like. I, I've I've seen a few things reported about it, but it's like obviously not getting a lot of like uh, big time press because because yeah. they're trying to bury it probably. Also, yeah. uh, also, but hi, mermaids like Splash is an original. They're all these movies. Fucking this exists. Little Mermaid. You guys like? Yeah, but yeah, but they had titties, <laughs> and like <laughs> half their body was like. A woman's body. No, no, but I mean in terms of the originality of the idea. Like, people have oh, been yeah. fucking fish in stories since the dawn of time. <laughs> Shit, there's that video that somebody posted on the Facebook group of that fish coming up and nibbling oh, on the guy's oh. wiener. <laughs> I had to take it down. I know, it was oh, so bad. Oh, God, what a day that was. I was like, oh. That was the most controversial day we had on our private Facebook group. Oh, yeah, for sure. posted a video of the the fish sucking on that dude's peen. It was weird. I think, was the fish dead? It seemed very odd. All of it was, it was bad. It was just, yeah. It's just I was like, like ew, that's dick. dick. And then I was like, <laughs> yeah. oh, that's a fish head. Yeah, live bone or dick. Yeah. And then, it, yeah, yeah. Live peen, maybe a live fish, but probably dead. Maybe it's because like fish aren't like <laughs> mammals that people don't think it's like that bad. You know what I mean? Like like they're more related to reptiles and less to mammals. So like we don't see them. We don't see like the human element in them. So like people are like, let's fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like people are like, eh, this is like not that bad a bestiality, you know? <laughs> Uh, like I cannot. Does the guy with the live peen in the fish video like do his friends know who he is? Like I probably. He and is he like a legend in his circle of friends, or are people like, oh yeah, Jim's weird. Like also, he has a drinking problem. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, that's more. I think the speed. Yeah. Well, All moving right. on. Um, What's today's a- topic? <laughs> So today we're talking about, let's get away from talking about weird dudes and talk about weird ladies. Yeah. <laughs> um, equality. Equality. Um, so today we're talking about a Victorian era lady named Anna Kingsford. Mm-hmm. I don't think that her family was the the charcoal family, but <laughs> I don't know. Is that is that what that is? <laughs> No, because that's... Oh, my God. I knew that name was familiar, and I couldn't place it. And I kept calling her something else, and I'd Google it, and then this, like, white lady professor kept coming up. Like modern times? Yeah. Yeah. And it was like, see her LinkedIn, and I was like, what? 
<laughs> but she, now, spoiler alert: she's really still alive because she dabbled <laughs> in the occult and she's been living forever. No, no, Anna no. Anna Kingsford was. I, I mean, true, truly, she was in, in the occult. She was like all all up in that. But uh, that's not. She's she's dead. <laughs> she's long dead. Um, <laughs> uh, no, she's this woman who lived during Victorian. Uh, times uh, in England. She was uh, born Anna Bonus, which <laughs> cool fucking name. That is rad. Bonus. Bonus time. I don't know. <laughs> Here's a bonus for you. Uh, she was in the occult. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> she's born in 1846 in Essex, England. Uh, she's obviously like she was born into a wealthy family, so yeah. that's why we we know about her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, also, uh, she was she became very smart and like did interesting because, things because she was allowed to because she was wealthy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Although uh, I, I did find it interesting that the dad. So, like most wealthy, most women born into wealthy families during this time, like you didn't really get an education. Like you did no. maybe, but like you you mostly just like did cotillion stuff. Yeah, you like and, learned to read and you learned to sew. <laughs> yeah, and, and but mostly you just like sat in drawing rooms and like like on laying couches and fanned yourself and drank a cocktail before dinner. Sounds tight. I know. Why isn't that my life? I mean, being a lady back then would have been like a lady lady, like a like formal lady. Yeah. Like would have also been shitty, but like you get yeah. to like drink before noon, so. Yeah. And you got to eat breakfast in your bed. Like someone yeah. would bring it to you. That's cool. Yeah. And you'd somebody would dress you and like brush your hair and stuff for you. Yeah. Tight. Like you'd have like you had like your personal own like makeup artist and hairdresser every day. Like you, like a Kardashian. Like yeah, and that's you got the life. And you got like fucking homemade muffins. Like they were making like real good like pastries and shit for your breakfast. Like a scone, you'd have a real homemade scone. But yeah. also, I don't like scones. Oh, I like a good scone. Yeah. But also, uh, but you had like servants and shit, so that's fucked up. It's weird, yeah. So it's bad. Um, Verdict well, says it's bad. So yeah, but yeah, you're you're saying her dad was like a like kind of just let her do whatever she wanted, like yeah. let her pursue whatever educational kind of path she wanted to. Uh, whereas most wealthy families, it would just be like a very narrow idea of education, like for women, yeah. um, they were not encouraged to pursue anything beyond. Uh, the basics and then it was like all right get married and have kids now um and her father was like no if you want to go to med school go to med school that's cool yeah Uh, if you want to like study you know whatever you want to study go for it so she was she was pretty that was pretty unique yeah because she was anna bonus anna bonus (laughs) she got to go above and beyond yeah she got she got extra yeah (laughs) And yeah, and I think her dad encouraged her too in like the kind of more intellectual pursuits. And Mm -hmm. so she like uh, wrote a lot. She was a writer as early as the age of 13. She was like writing like pretty in-depth, high concept shit. Yeah, she was like a published author. But it was – it wasn't – well, I like to think of it as like she was like, dear diary. You know, every – all 13-year-old girls are writers – uh, uh yeah, I was a huge writer. <laughs> Were you? In oh, a yeah. diary? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh I tried writing stuff, but then I'd always just rip it up and like throw it away because I didn't want anyone ever to read it. Oh yeah. I uh I found my diary a while back and uh like I had gone through like as a teenager and like ripped out pages that were extra embarrassing. <laughs> But I had forgotten about it and like I found my diary again as like an adult and I was like looking through it and I was like, there's like pages missing because I was like, I had shamed myself so much. I was so self-aware even as like a young person that, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. I, I, but I still was like, had the urge to keep stuff for posterity. I was like, this isn't so bad. I guess this can stay. You know what I mean? It was, it was wild. Anyway. Yeah. Well, I don't think Anna didn't have uh, – she – it was like – she the writing that she was doing was like 
pretty intellectual for a 13-year-old. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She was not talking about her 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 mom being a, a mean a mean bitch or, or, you know, a hot guy. That was not her style. No. She was writing uh she what she wrote was called Beatrice, a tale of early Christians. Fuck, I don't I don't even know. Uh, well, she was obviously studying like religion and like yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, but I think this is like a fictionalized kind of like take on what the tenets of Christianity were, and like told through like a a young girl's eyes, maybe I don't know. Oh, okay, yeah, I've no, I don't really know, but it, it is very, very uh, mature. Yeah, it seems very mature. The, sh- the subject matter, uh, while is like fiction, I think is a uh, a portrayal of her understanding of of learning about religion and early Christianity, which is like a very high concept shit. Dude, at thirteen, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, um, she so she continues on with the path of like learning about religion, mm. and. At this time in like in the Victorian era, there was a lot of weird ideas that were like getting incorporated into traditional, you know, religion, Catholicism, and Christianity. So uh, people were really introducing a lot of like philosophy, science, um, and like occultism into religion. Like this one woman, uh, Helena Bla- Bla- Blavatsky. She's pretty famous occultist, uh, and Anna was a big fan of hers. So oh. I'm not going to go into too much detail about Helena, but a lot of uh, the major occult and religious movements branched off of her original kind of concepts and ideas, uh, mm. like the mysticism kind of aspect of that uh, sprouted a lot of uh, interesting ideas and inspired Anna to like do a lot of writing on uh, religion and mysticism and all this. So, um, uh, and also like a lot of big movements, religious movements at this time branched off. Like the uh, uh, Hermetic Order of Golden Dawn was a big one. There's oh. lots of information out there about this stuff. But and then Aleister Crowley, who is one of the most well known like occultists. And he's the founder of Sex Magic, and he, like, was a big proponent of, like, drinking semen and um, <laughs> menstrual blood. So, yeah, <laughs> he did some wild shit. Uh, oh, my so God. he was a big fan, though, of Anna's writing. So mm. he was – he he she was on Aleister Crowley's radar. Uh, some people even consider Anna one of the, like, kind of founding – thinkers of the hermetic order of the golden dawn so she was like she was doing some things she like wrote a lot of very interesting interesting texts around this time that stemmed from the teachings of uh helena blavatsky but were they doing it with fish (laughs) who knows (laughs) but one of the major concepts that i think the that came from this this all this kind of occultism and mysticism it's very esoteric kind of shit uh they would take a lot of stuff from other religions and kind of incorporate it and see how it kind of fit into what their shit was uh Uh but the idea of karma was a big one and that's going to come into play a little bit later but that Mm. that became kind of a big theme in anna's life later on Mm. so that's Mm -hmm. kind of like the background of religion for her and just kind of in general what was happening in Victorian England this time and in America too. Yeah. Um, so this is like this is like the shit back then. Uh it's very like crafty. Like the craft. Oh, it's very there's so much so I I started to go down a little bit of a rabbit hole with this stuff. Uh mm. like right hand path magic, left hand path magic, like that all comes from this kind of shit. Like Nazi occultism comes from this shit, like all kinds oh of God. stuff stems from this. Aleister Crowley, if you know anything about Aleister Crowley, that is that dude is off his fucking shit, but <laughs> so but he's the Nancy. He's the Nancy. Well, oh yeah, he's the Nancy <laughs> big time. 
he is he is summoning all the all the things. Oh God, Manon. He's summoning Manon. 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 <laughs> all the time. All the all the sharks are washing up on the on the shore <laughs> when Alistair Crowley walks down the beach. <laughs> uh, he's we're taking... talking about the craft. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He can um, change his hair color all around. Oh my God! All right, I bind you, Alistair. <laughs> <laughs> um, what and was uh, did Anna also claim to be like a seer? Yeah, she was uh, doing all kinds of shit. Like all this okay. stuff, like folds into. Yeah, the, like occultism, mysticism kind Got of it. shit that she was diving into. Okay. And and when I say esoteric, I mean the shit was I, I it's still really hard to understand all of it because like the concepts of what they were incorporating into their their writings and their you know, when you have religion, science and occultism and philosophy all kind of like combining, it gets it gets trippy. It's kind of hard to follow. Oh. So oh. I, I just – I okay. stopped. I was like, I can't. <laughs> this is a lot. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I didn't even uh, – I'm glad that you kind of went down that rabbit hole because I just like – I just did mostly research on her like as a person. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that exciting. But this makes it way more exciting. So Yeah. There's a little flavor yeah. s- sprinkled on there. Like she's a pretty normal – English white lady, but then you know, when you have Alistair Crowley like in you, you are you're doing some things. So yeah, you're doing something weird. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, okay. So this is like from thirteen to her early twenties. She's like getting involved in all this shit, and then mm-hmm. uh, and then I don't think she was like super into the dating scene. No. So she she marries her cousin. That's when she becomes uh, Kingsford. She married her cousin, Algernon Godfrey Kingsford. Cool, <laughs> of the of the charcoal family. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. Uh, and she became the heiress to the charcoal empire. Yeah. And the story's over because then she yeah. died. No. No. Um, and they had a daughter. Uh, and then I just was like really interested in this because they're first cousins. And the daughter, I guess, was pretty normal because I didn't read anything about her. But I was, you know, you always expect something weird. Yeah. Uh, well, that's only if you have like major genetic shit already oh. there. But if they, oh, if, okay. if everything's cool, then should be fine. But oh. you can mutate a few genes while you're at it, I guess. <laughs> 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 they got lucky. They got real lucky. Is what uh, is what it is. Your laugh was funny. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um and then they they I don't think they had much in common and I think later on they became like celibate. She had health issues yeah. uh since she was she a was kid. very sickly, yeah. Yeah, and then having a baby just like really took a toll on her. But their love language was Christianity in some ways. Because mm-hmm. uh, she was just a dabbler, so she uh she loved all this stuff and I think he was an Anglican priest, but then shortly after their marriage um, she converted to Catholicism. Whoa, that's pretty scandalous, actually, for then. Uh, uh, yeah, it's scandalous for then, and also like doesn't really seem on in the mix with like all the other shit she was doing. Well, Catholicism has a lot of like ritualistic stuff attached to it, I think, and at the time yeah, it was true. probably a lot easier for like a like a cult kind of leanings to get in there. Yeah. Um, so, like, when she converts to Catholicism, I think it's like probably a brand of Catholicism that is like mm. a little bit more uh, based on ritualistic stuff and who knows what else. But I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but the fact though that her her cousin husband was a <laughs> <laughs> was a was a priest, like an Anglican priest, and they like didn't it's it's a definitely a marriage of convenience and he at yeah. some point was just like do whatever the fuck you want is what it sounds yeah. like dude well it was a marriage of convenience because uh eventually so so yeah they were like partners in life and they they had this marriage that was like they agreed to just like be partners i think yeah. cuz then she met this guy 
um, and had what I would call an emotional affair with him. <laughs> and his name was Edward Maitland. And uh, she um, she eventually wanted to, like, study uh, medicine, but you're not allowed to do that as a woman during this time. And he would accompany her to, like, her studies in Paris. So... Like, as a, you had to have a chaperone to study anything <laughs> to go kinda. to school? Kind of. Yeah, yeah, well, well, also too, or like I think, a patron of some sort. Oh, I'm not, I'm not sure exactly, but yeah, but I think also just like making the trek as a young twenty-something mm-hmm. woman to Paris every week or whatever, like a couple times a month for your like education. She, you probably weren't allowed to really travel like that as a woman by yourself. So yeah, that's pretty far. Yeah, but that's weird. It's like if some other dude was like. Hey, you know, like, I don't know. I, 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 they became very close um, eventually. Yeah. And I don't know what was going on, but it seems scandalous. Yeah, it's a very weird uh, relationship that she yeah. had with her cousin husband and this and this dude. <laughs> Ma- Maitland. Yeah. Ma- her patron, Maitland. <laughs> yeah, her patron, <laughs> patron Maitland. And her cousin husband. Yeah. uh so but yeah she stayed with her cousin husband i like (laughs) till she died till she died yeah yeah i mean they had a daughter together but whatever (laughs) like that matters um they had a second cousin slash daughter together (laughs) (laughs) a second cousin not removed A second cousin removed from her uterus. Yeah. <laughs> like zero times removed. I don't know. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Oh, cousin husband. Well. I don't know why that's so funny I don't to either. me. Okay, let's go. Um. So, yeah. So, she's. So she's pretty ahead of her time. Like she's yeah. like she believes very strongly in her ability to be able to just kind of do whatever she she wants to do. Yeah. And and that comes along like when you're born into wealth, like it helps. Like yeah. to it helps you to do the things that you want to do even if you are a woman and there's a lot of barriers. She figured out ways around them because she had this like privilege. So uh-huh. um so she decided she wanted to go to med school and she like figured out a way to make that happen. Um, yeah. they, uh, she also like bought a paper, like a publication called the lady's own paper and became mm-hmm. the editor, which is tight. Yeah. She, and she had to have money to do that. Her dad from her dad. So, yeah. So she was able to do all this stuff, you know, she's born into wealth. So that always helps. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But, yeah, because she wanted to be a doctor and women didn't allow – like, women – England didn't allow women to study medicine. Mm-hmm. They She, like – she got Maitland to kind of accompany her and, uh, I guess, observe. Like, I don't know that she was, like, enrolled in any formal way, but, like, she was able to, like, kind of participate in some way. In in Paris, yeah. She was yeah. – she enrolled in a school there because she eventually graduated – I think in like 1880 or something. So, oh, okay. So she was a student, um, but but also uh, she mostly observed because she was like a vegetarian, which was weird at the time. Yeah. Like not common at all, especially um, for wealthy people. Like by yeah. choice, like because you when you're wealthy, you can't afford to have meat and like whatever kind of food you want. Yeah. Like. People were vegetarian, not by choice, because they literally couldn't afford meat. <laughs> Isn't this like this is probably when gout was rampant because all of the rich people oh, yeah. did was eat meat. Like yeah. there was no vegetables in their in their diet. So no, yeah, they had salad. Like salad was like a thing, <laughs> but like <laughs> no, I'm serious. They, like oh, okay. That like salad salads were like a thing but like oh. not not in like the fancy way we think of them like any kind of green was like a salad i guess so oh. uh but <laughs> yeah they she was by choice a vegetarian um mm-hmm. she cared a lot about animals and like mm-hmm. living things um and it was very evident when she was going to med school that she was very passionate about 
about the welfare of animals, which is also like a very strange thing for the time because I think a lot of people just assumed like in in general, not everybody, but like uh like common thought was that like animals didn't have feelings like uh mm. like we think of them now. Um, just like really primitive ways of thinking about animals, like their beasts and their, you know, this circle of life kind of thing was just kind of insensitive. And uh, she was like, no, this is a living thing and it has feelings and it's horrifying that you would, because what they would do in med school is they would cut up living things as they were still alive, like not not dead to see yeah. what like would happen basically. Yeah. But, like what kind is of that all called? Like vivisection. Viv- viv- vivisection, yeah. Mm-hmm. They'd they'd like experiment on animals while they were still alive, so they would know what's happening. Yeah, and I mean, we still do this to this day with like animal testing, with like products and, uh, you know, me- like medicinal reasons. Like, <laughs> there's like we pay tax dollars to have different studies done on animals, which is fucked up, but. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but this is like beyond this. What oh, they yeah. Used this to is do. torture. This it's is torture. Like, they yeah. would like skin animals while they were alive just to like see how it, they reacted and shit. It's like n- nothing is going to like being skinned alive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think I, I can make that uh, uh, assumption. Yeah. Yeah. They're um, doing some fucked up stuff. So she was observing this though and was like, yeah holy fuck, this is awful. Like, please, let's not do this. And uh, there's one professor in particular that she really hated who is just, like, kind of ruthless about it. Um, yeah. And was like, like – Like a braggart. Yeah. Kind of. Like, yeah. And he was just like, shut up, you silly woman, and this is how it is. And, <laughs> like, he just was very dismissive of her, and she fucking hated him. Mm-hmm. Um, his name was Dr. Claude Bernard – and he was like always doing some sort of experiment. Uh, and at one point, there was he was doing a lecture in the like theater. Um, and she like jumped up and like started berating him and called him a murderer and was just like oh. going off on him. Um, so yeah, she was like very passionately hating this man and uh. Yeah, she thought that he should die. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I used a Kill Bill analogy where she, yeah. it's like this was her moment where she like wrote the list. Yeah, <laughs> of all yeah. the people, she's just like, oh fuck, I know what's happening. This man needs to die. Yeah. So I mean, he died. <laughs> <laughs> And not just like, oh, yeah, like then 20 years later at the age of 80, he died in his sleep. It's like six weeks later. <laughs> yeah. Well, after this like whole outburst, like she was like really activated and pissed off about it. Yeah. About him uh, even more than ever before. And she was like, this motherfucker needs to go. Like how how can this person exist on this earth? He's like evil. Um, and six yeah. weeks later, he died. So um and then – and she supposedly wrote a letter to Maitland, her her patron Maitland, um, <laughs> where she was, like, talking about this incident and she said, woe, woe be to the torturers. I will make it dangerous, nay, deadly, to be a vivisector. It is the only argument that will affect them. Meanwhile, thank God the head of the gang is dead, in reference to Dr. Bernard. Oh, yeah. So, uh, okay – she like maybe killed him. Maybe um, with like her mental powers. <laughs> yeah. So people think that she psychically struck this dude down because she yeah. was like, like we said, she's all into the occult. She's like all into the shit. Um, she's like Ragamemnon or whatever. Ragamemnon. Ragamemnon. Yeah, she's she's summoning Manon, and she's like pissed off. So maybe psychically she's like feeling real, real, real upset and somehow channeled that into this guy dying. Um, Now, there's another dude in this like whole gang of vivisectors that she hated. Um, His name is Paul Burt. Oh, hell no. 
uh, but he died kind of slowly. Um, mm-hmm. So who knows? But this dude was a, a object of her ire, just like Doctor Bernard was. Yeah. Uh, he and- was the he was the bud of the yeah, kill yeah. Pill. <laughs> the bud. Yeah. I don't know who are the uh, ones. Oh, Ranishi. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, so he died. He was, like, in a lot of pain. He died. I don't know. And then a third dude that she had on her list was, uh, so it's Dr. Bernard died, Dr. Burt died, and then the third dude, Louis Pasteur. Like. We know him. He invented pasteurization. Like, he's the reason I can eat brie cheese while i'm pregnant <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah because like soft cheeses are usually made with like non-pasteurized milk yeah um but, but you can buy pasteurized brie yeah oh yeah so <gasps> thank you thank you Lu- gentlemen merci Lou Pasteur. <laughs> <laughs> uh but he was also doing some fucked up shit yeah apparently he, he was vivisecting also yeah uh, he, he was a vivisectionist yeah is that, he is was, that the word he was leading the vivisectomy uh, <laughs> of the animals. Yeah, it's but everybody was. I mean, yeah, this is the time. Yeah. She was. She even though today by today's standards we'd be like, duh, she's smart. Everyone else was wrong. She was the one that was like empathetic towards animals. She knew. She you know was like emotionally yeah. intelligent. Um, but really, everyone was doing it then. So yeah. she was a weirdo. Exactly. Um. Yeah, she and plus like she had all this weird like occult background shit. So people were like suspicious. Uh, but so she's on her way to go kill Bill, yeah. aka Louis Pasteur. Like <laughs> yeah. he he's the Bill in the story. I think he's like the he's like the big guy. Yeah, he's the snake charmer. The big boss, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's the big boss at the end of a video game. He's yeah. the one you have to kill. Yeah, so she's like goes to do that. Um so uh, just like real quick to talk about her like whole karmic rec- retribution kind of channeling of like energy and power or whatever the fuck yeah. that either people thought she was doing or maybe she thought she was doing like yeah. uh so she believed that if she mustered her like psychic power and invoked god or manon or whatever <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't she, know why that's so funny uh, she could turn that karma onto the person that she was like hating anyone that was like being an asshole she was like karma needs to come to this person and she could like focus that that like energy and she called i don't know if she called it her thunderbolt but like it's referred to (laughs) as like the karmic thunderbolt basically that she would summon to like but this is all hearsay i don't know that she like specifically said this uh but that was like kind of the like she was like manifesting these like powerful emotions and feelings to these people that she hated it was Um, like an ethereal hattori hanzo sword yeah exactly she was (laughs) she was smiting she was smiting people (laughs) oh Uh, god but yeah Yeah. so so that real quick that was like her method of 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 killing i guess Um, yeah but you know what she was not the Beatrix kiddo we all thought she was no. <laughs> when we started this Kill Bill analogy. She was the L driver, yeah, uh, because she was like not she was not doing things right. She was on her way to Louis Pasteur's laboratory. It was like pouring rain. She got pneumonia and then she slowly died. So yeah, she like I think she like always probably had a touch of TB. Um, oh, good. She was like t- TB-ish. TB-esque. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Tuberculos- Tuberculosis-esque. Um, yeah. And then she like got pneumonia and uh, she, yeah, she died. <laughs> yeah. Like a year later. And yeah. And she never killed him. So. Well, she she was real sick for so long. Yeah. And then, uh, but you know, that karma. Oh, that karma coming back around. And when you're like intentionally like, I'm going to fuck shit up. Yeah. You you don't know. If you if you are if you truly are messing with magic, like mm-hmm. 
that is some shit that you do not want to fuck with. Like I, Dude. I believe in some of of the like, like a higher concept. You know, it, the mind is a powerful thing, and mm. I don't know. Maybe she was fucking with the wrong energy, so mm. she she got she caught some karma. I mean, we all know how Nancy, yeah, ended up in the craft at the end. Yeah, somebody was out there binding, uh, <laughs> <laughs> binding her from doing harm to others you, and to herself. Yeah, I bind you from doing harm to others and to yourself. Yeah, she was. <laughs> well, she so she got she got real sick and she died a year later after yeah. she had uh, set out to like kill Louis Pasteur. <laughs> It's pretty wild. Uh, oh, what's what wild it, is yeah. This uh, I mean, all these movie analogies. Some of them were spot on. Some weren't. No, everyone was the Nancy at one point. Yeah, <laughs> we cr- don't know who the Beatrix kiddo was of this story, <laughs> but you know what? This lady was doing it wrong, and she got paid back by the universe. Yeah. I mean, maybe she was doing it right for a while, but there was maybe something. <laughs> Another more powerful force out there who is like, bitch, you need to sit down. I don't know. Ag- Agamemnon's like, Agamemnon. Oh, stop. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What's that from? Uh, Agamemnon was like the king in of, uh, whatchamacallit, Troy? Oh, yeah. Greece? I don't know. Okay. It's from the movie Troy with Brad Pitt. <laughs> did someone, did someone used to order food at Rubio's with the oh, name are, Agamemnon? That was our friend Garrett. Yeah. <laughs> Agamemnon. Oh, yeah. Okay. I was like, what is that in my head from? Yeah. I love okay. that name, Agamemnon. I think that's yeah. a top top contender oh. for a baby name. Oh, <laughs> Agamemnon Saul. Aggie, Aggie for short. Oh, that's cute, I think. I think so, too. Um, right. But no, that's too or big. Manon. Manon. <laughs> <laughs> a made-up uh, Satan-esque figure, I guess. <laughs> All right. Um, but What's, yeah. Yeah. What are but our final re- thoughts? I, I think the reality of this is that like she was like a very, uh, very cool woman and at the time probably very controversial and people were probably like, what the fuck? Uh, yeah. And maybe we're like, she's weird, but maybe wasn't that weird for our standards today. Um, and as it turns out, the Maitland dude, her like her, her buddy, uh, exaggerated a lot of the stuff that she said um and he also burned all the papers manuscripts diaries and letters that anna kingsford bequeathed to him uh when he finished writing the biography of her to kind of make it impossible for anyone to cross-reference any of the quotations or accounts so who knows? Something smells fishy. Yeah, something stanky. Um, and it's and not that guy's dick from the no. Facebook video. <laughs> uh, and it's not the, the fish man's dick from The Shape of Water. Oh, my God. Uh, um. Yeah, but Maitland ends up being a kind of a dick because I he is just like this. <laughs> Speaking of dick, this guy was one. He was like a hidden dick, like in yeah, the, in the shape, shape of water, of water <laughs> where it's like bloop. <laughs> I was like, is this like a Swiss Army knife like reference? Like what's happening? I mean, kind of, right? Yeah, I wonder he if he was, has. Yeah, it's I wonder if he has like. I wonder if he has like different types of dicks that can pop down. You know, <laughs> like here's, like depending on what he's having sex with. Yeah, like, like oh, here's he, the one for the vagina. Here's the one for human vagina. Here's one for dolphin yeah. vagina. I don't know. <laughs> here's uh, one for a lobster vagina. Yeah. Um, well, anyway, back to Maitland. He was an asshole, and he wanted to tarnish her legacy because uh, she was like doing better than him in life. Like yeah, her all, rude. all of her writings and like all of her ideas were like way more like awesome than any of his ever were. So he was like totally overshadowed by her accomplishments and was just like I don't know trying to get back at her or something. 
Who knows? Who knows what the real truth is? Because he burned all that shit that she wrote. Um, I mean, there's still obviously published works of hers out in the world, and they've been very influential to a lot of people. But like the personal correspondence to like verify a lot of like what she may have or may have may not have said, uh, maybe in reference even to her, I like desire for these men to die or her like I, the idea that she might have like karmically psychically killed these men i don't know that's that's not verified so uh Mm. who's to say um but i she did not kill these dudes with her bare hands and if if she did somehow karmically do it uh the real truth of the matter is that this burt dude the dr burt dude he died of dysentery in hanoi he oh. didn't just like suddenly come down with some weird thing. Yeah, he, and it was like years later, right? It was like years later. Yeah. And, um, but he and he he just got sick from dysentery in Hanoi. But why did he get sick from dysentery in <laughs> Hanoi? Was it because she like cursed his ass or something? I don't know. I mean, I feel like she would claim she did, but yeah. it's all like, up to us to decide. <laughs> yeah, and then the Bernard guy, he uh, the one that she and the first dude that died. He'd been really sick for a long time. Like, he was an older man. Like, everybody was, like, probably walking around with cancer. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and yeah. really, and untreatable diseases that we can treat now, obviously. But he was walking around um, in, in ill health for, like, 17 years. Oh. And so he was sick for a long time. It gradually, like, started getting sicker. However, it is kind of like a, interesting coincidence that like a week after she like had this outburst he like really got sick and yeah. um, and they didn't know what it was yeah but they didn't well, know what anything was so they didn't know what anything was but what ended yeah. up actually killing him he uh he went down uh the disease that killed him was his pancreas and liver like went oh. out so nobody it wasn't cancer it was just like those two organs totally they were, but he was always in ill health, and those were the very, those were the organs that he spent his entire career studying. So mm. it was pretty ironic that that's what he died from. Karma. So karma. It yeah. works in mysterious ways. Yeah, but who's to say if she was the one that directed that karmic thunderbolt strike? I don't know. You can mm. make your own conclusions, I guess. Yeah, I'd like oh. to believe that she did. <laughs> mm. But I don't know. Pro- probably not. Yeah. Well, any any like evil implication was over overblown by this Maitland guy who was a total dickbag. Yeah. Do ju- he just like wanted all the attention and wanted to destroy all her shit. Yeah. Yeah. Good well, for him. Good for Yeah, well, good for her. Well, now no one knows who he is and people talk about her, so he yeah, can fuck <laughs> right off. Yeah. <laughs> hey. hey. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. Um, all right. Well, yeah. interesting. Very interesting. I would like to learn more about her, I think, and more about the whole esoteric occultism and all that shit. It's all very interesting. I think there's a biography on her, like a full-size mm. book, uh, which we didn't have time to read, obviously. But if yeah. you're interested or if anyone listening is interested, you can yeah. Google it and check it out. Yeah, um, yeah, that's all I got about Anna Kingsford. Yeah, same. Um, follow us on social meds. Yeah, at DTFU Podcast everywhere, mm-hmm. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Also, we have a Patreon which we talked about. You yeah, can check that out, DTFU Podcast. Yep. Uh, and also, um. We are on all of your favorite podcast listening apps, with the exception of SoundCloud, which yeah. uh, isn't updating. They want us to pay for it. We don't want to. Um, yeah, we used to like do our, all of our hosting on SoundCloud, but now yeah. we don't. So, um, but there's so many platforms. All the podcatchers have have us. Podbean, yep. Stitcher, um, Overcast, Overcast, all the all the all the things. We're on Google Play. We're on, oh, we're on uh, uh, Spotify now. So oh yeah, we're on Spotify. We're yeah. on Apple Podcasts. So we're on all the things. So yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
I think that's Pretty it. Good. Yeah. All right, guys. Um, uh, don't summon Manon uh, or do. I don't know. Don't no. kill anybody psychically with your your occult powers. Don't fuck with fish dicks. Don't fuck with fish dicks or do. You know, get. I know there's a dildo out there now of the shape of water. <gasps> what? <laughs> I'm sure oh there is. Oh my god. We Listen, gotta look if, at it. If they made a fucking childo for, uh, like, uh, what was that goddamn stupid show or movie? Um, Chill a childo? Yeah, like a cold dildo. <laughs> like, <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, oh, for for um. Oh god damn it! What's that dumb movie with uh, Kristen Stewart and Robert Pattinson? Oh. Oh, you know Twilight? Twilight, yeah. His dick was cold? Yeah, he's a vampire. What? Yeah. yeah, but, oh, God, why? I don't know. Chill, though. It's Look it cold up. and you keep it in your freezer? Yeah. <laughs> what if, like, your friends come over and they're like, hey, I brought some uh, ice cream. Can I just put it in the freezer? You're like, no. Hey, look, <laughs> if you're comfortable with that kind of thing. And your friends are cool. Who cares? You know. Yeah, I guess I would. I would get a mini fridge and I'd put it in my room. No, I'd put that shit in some Tupperware and put some foil around it. Nobody will know. <laughs> oh, what 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 leftovers are these? It looks like a dildo under there. <laughs> no, no, no. It's just a it's just a pork roll. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> You use it to pork yourself. That's it's for just sure. it's just leftover <laughs> sausage. <laughs> it's a bunch of hot dogs I yeah. stuck end to end. <laughs> it's so long and skinny. That's weird. <laughs> All I right. bet. I wonder if Robin pa- Robert Pattinson has a long skinny dick. <laughs> I can see it. <laughs> In my mind's eye, yeah. A chill, though. Oh, my God. What Uh, fun. All right. In your mind's eye. (laughs) Get it out of there. Yeah, it's fine. (laughs) No, it's fine. All right, right. guys. uh, On that note, uh, be excellent to each other. (laughs) Bye. Bye -bye. (laughs) Bye-bye.